0: Do you have money that's just sitting around and you don't know what to do with it? Well, look no further. I have the solution for you. You can donate it to the Keeping It G podcast. That's right. Just go ahead and go to the link in my bio on Instagram or Twitter, and it'll pop up. I appreciate the support. Thank you. To the podcast. seeing ghosts. Yes, ESPN caught that. Um, seeing ghost comments. Are, are you, how do you feel about that? What did you, what were you thinking then? What can you share about that? Yeah, you know, I think, I think for me, I just gotta, you know, just uh when I when I talk to the coaches, I just gotta be, you know, straight up. And you know, for me, um I just gotta see the field a lot better. That's kind of what that means. And. Um, you know, just, it was it was a rough day out there, rough night out there, and obviously I gotta be better and learn from the mistakes, uh, but we, we will get better. For those of you who don't know, that was Sam Darnold, the quarterback of the New York Jets. That was yesterday after their 33 to zero loss to the New England Patriots, which those of you who listen regularly know that that is my team, that's my favorite team. So from that interview, he didn't really answer her question. I I, I think, okay, asking someone, like, what he, what they meant by that, he probably doesn't even remember saying it, to be honest, because he was being, uh like, he was mic'd up, and he just probably said it and, you know, went on with it, didn't realize he remember he said it, and then he got asked about it, and he was like, wait, when did I say that? He had to remember, and then he had to make up some generic answer, like, we just got to get better, and we just got to, you know, focus and execute more, and um, I, just, I just need to do a better job of seeing the field. You know, those generic football answers that, you know, every – player says all the time. Uh, so that's that's what I think that was. But uh, Sam Darnold, 11 or 32, 86 yards, four interceptions, uh, one fumble. Look, the the thing with Sam Darnold, and okay, before I before I get into all of this, this is gonna be a completely sports podcast. Just that that's it. Sports, nothing else. And I, I'm doing it now because well, first of all, it's the start of the NBA season today. You know, you got you got the Lakers playing today. LeBron James uh, holding it down with Anthony Davis. That's going to be an amazing game versus the Clippers, uh, even though Paul George is, I, I think, out. I think, yeah, he, he's out. So either way, though, it's still going to be good. It's still going to be a great game. It's going to be one of those games where it's, we're going to see it a lot this season. And we might even see it in the postseason. Who knows? I don't know. We also got the Pelicans and the Raptors. Raptors obviously are the you know NBA champs. You know they're coming off their win, playing the Pelicans, which are basically the Lakers, the old Lakers, because they have like Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, all those guys. So that's going to be a good one. Obviously, Toronto does not have Danny Green or Kawhi Leonard anymore. So a lot of people are saying like, you know. They're not going to win. The Pelicans obviously have Zion, but he is out too. He's like out for like six to eight weeks, something like that. So this one's kind of like, you can go either way with it, honestly, because it's just kind of the role players now that have to step up. So it's going to be a battle between role players if you think about it. So that's going to be a great game too. I'm recording this before the game, so I'm not going to make any predictions. Obviously, the Lakers are going to win. That's what I predict. I'm wearing my LeBron shirt right now. Uh, he's going to drop a triple-double, I'm calling it. And, yeah, this podcast, is. I'm going to have a lot of, like, they're not necessarily hot takes, but they're just my takes. And I kind of wanted to record them just to, like, remind myself and hold myself accountable to what I said. Uh, I've been saying, I said I want like, a, one of the very first podcasts that the Cowboys were going to be in the Super Bowl. I still believe that. Um, as time goes on, though, I don't know. I think I'm, like, I'm going to have to eat my words on that one. So switching back over to football and going back to Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold did amazing versus the Cowboys, okay? He he played an amazing game, and I really thought I was talking to some of my friends who are Cowboys fans. I was like, you know what? It's just Sam Darnold. Like, he had been out his first game back. he, he He's going to – he you can't blame him for doing good, all right? And you shouldn't be too, oh, my God, we lost to the 0-4 Jets. And I was like, because it's a different Jets team – Blah blah. blah. I was just trying to, you know, say like, now that they have Sam Darnold back, they're a different Jets team, and you know, even me as a Patriots fan, like, I know going into New York would not be easy. I thought like it'd be a close game, a closer game, and look, I don't think that the Jets, I don't think that Sam Darnold is bad. I don't think he's as bad as what we saw yesterday. I think everything that could have gone wrong went wrong for the New York Jets. And the reason they went wrong is because they played one of the best defenses the Patriots have ever had in the entire dynasty, honestly. I mean, the defense is playing some of the best football in the league, honestly. Like, some of the best we've ever seen. And once they get that one turnover going, especially for a young quarterback like Sam Darnold, it is hard for him to recover from that. Especially with a head coach like Adam Gacy, who doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Like... I don't know why he's a head coach. He looks clueless half of the time. He looks like he doesn't know what he's doing. Sam Darnold would come over to the sideline and he'd be like, you're doing great. Uh, just, you know what to do, blah, blah, blah. Instead of helping out his young quarterback who sees that he's struggling and, hey, you know what? They're bringing, you know, the zero blitz and they're a lot of scheming and all that stuff. So maybe do this, do this, whatever. Instead of helping him that way, he's basically telling him like, hey, man, I don't know what they're doing either. So you, you got this. Like, you know what you're doing. Like, it." Yeah. That that's not that's not how you talk to, you know, a young quarterback like that who is your franchise quarterback. You want to develop that relationship of like you got to understand that hey, right now like I need you to tell me where exactly to throw it. Even if it's checkdowns, checkdowns all the time. Like you'll never go broke making a profit, all right? So if you're getting 2 3 yards per play, that's fine. Don't go for the big plays. You can't win it all in one play. But that, that's that's like the every everyone should like know that. And for Adam Gacy not to take care of his quarterback Sam Darnold like I don't know like every other coach every other good coach takes care of their young quarterback it's just it's not all Sam's fault Sam Darnold's fault it's not the what oh, is the Jets fault because that O-line is terrible it's and that's another thing too like everything that could have gone wrong went wrong that O-line most of them are all injured and stuff and so there's a bunch of like backups and stuff but they were horrible. Like, they could not protect him whatsoever. He was throwing off his back foot a lot because he didn't have any time. So everything that could go wrong went wrong. So I don't think this is a game that we should really, you know, hey, is Sam Darnold the quarterback? Should we maybe move on? Because I think he's still he, – he showed what he can do versus, you know, the Cowboys and obviously some of last season too. But he's just going up against a great uh, Patriots defense. Um, And the Patriots, I think, are, like, undefeated, like, 18 and, yeah, the last 18 games versus first, second, or third-year quarterbacks, they're undefeated. They won 18 games straight. So, Bill Belichick knows how to play against these young guys. Um, Even Patrick Mahomes, you know, we all, they know how to play against them. So, I don't think this is one where we should really criticize Sam Darnold and, like, Oh, is this? He's on the hot seat. Are we gonna look for another quarterback? I don't think that was it. I just think he was going up against one of the best defenses, honestly, of you know, of all time. Because they're playing better than some of the best defenses in, that we've had before, and it it was just an unfortunate situation for them. They were coming off of, um, kind of like a I don't know I don't want to say like a rocky game the Patriots, but it was it was still a win and obviously with all this media coverage on Tom Brady Tom Brady's cameo on Living with Yourself that Netflix show saying that he was taking a shot at Robert Kraft the owner uh it pissed off it pissed Tom Brady off it pissed that Patriots organization off cuz w- once the media starts saying negative things about the Patriots that that's when that's it like that's it that's it for the rest of the league you never want to see a pissed off Tom Brady a pissed off Bill Belichick a pissed off Patriots team cuz once you see that They're going to demolish whoever they play. Like, that's just the reality of it. And they're going to have fun with it, too. They're going to have fun beating the crap out of you. And a great example of that is, like, late in the game, uh, those of you who watched the game who managed to watch the whole thing, it was was a blowout halfway through. About, I think it was, like, 10 minutes and 23 seconds left in the fourth quarter. uh, Patriots were fourth and two, and they were going to punt. They were on their own. I think it was, like, 33-yard line. And... Bill Belichick basically told his punter, like, you know, let's get the delay of game. Let's back up a little bit. This way he gives you a little more room to kick the ball. Uh, it was a delay of game. And instead of accepting the penalty, Adam Gacy uh, declined it. So let the the time expire some more. So they got another 35 seconds added on or taken away from the clock, basically. And so the time kept running. They kept wasting time. And then, so Bill ultimately Bill Belichick's goal here was to back back up a little bit so he can give his kicker more room like to punt it so since he since adam gacy the head coach in the new york just declined that he was the was like all right brandon bolden who is was running back for the new england patriots who was lined up um out there for the punt formation he told him he's like jump off sides and we'll get the penalty there so the very next play after they declined it after 35 seconds was run off the clock brandon bolden jumps off jumps offsides. And again, another penalty is called. And what do the Jets do? They decline it. All right? And yet again, the clock keeps running. So they wasted even more time. And Bill Belichick talked about it after in the press conference. He it's a loophole in the rules. And it made him smile because it's something not a lot of people know about that it's only he knew because he he knows the rules so well. Uh a lot of people Assume because he knows the rules so well and he finds loopholes like this, they think it's cheating. I don't think it's cheating. I think it's just being knowing the rules really well and following the rules to what it says exactly. And you know, you can go look back at Spygate uh, for those of you who don't know, it's when the Patriots were accused of filming other people's practices and walkthroughs, which is a walkthrough is like the day before you basically walk through the first 15 plays you're going to run the next game. Uh, Because most NFL teams script, like the first 15, 10 to 15 plays, beginning of the half or the second half. And the walkthroughs, they walked through them and like the night before, even two nights before. And Bill Belichick was caught recording uh, people's walkthroughs, like team's walkthroughs. But it wasn't against the rules. And a lot of other teams were doing it, but the Patriots like used it way more to their advantage and they were smarter with it. So that's why they were cheating, but whatever. Obviously we've known that he knows the rules and he knows how to find loopholes in the rules. And that made him smile. And for those of you who know Bill Belichick and know how much he never smiles, like for him to smile on national television like that, that is crazy. So he was having fun out there. He was, you know, every time a defender would make a play, an interception, he'd personally go up to him and, great job, great job, pat him on the head and, you know, just give him more advice like, hey, but next time do this or whatever. I think it was like... In the second quarter, they were up already by 20 or something like that. And he called the whole defense over, and he was just like... It looked like he was drilling into them and just getting after them for something. And you could see all their faces. They were like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like They were still focused, even though they knew they were going to win that game. So, that I think Adam Gacy should take a couple notes from Bill Belichick, especially since he sees him twice a year. Um, and really try to help his young quarterback, Sam Darnold, because... I I think I think he is their franchise quarterback. I'm not saying he's going to be the next, you know, I can't name any New York Jets quarterbacks, but he's not no he's not a Mark Sanchez. He's not one of those guys, one of those bums. He he's a legit quarterback, I think, and he's going to be real good in this league. He's still very young. He hasn't really played that much and he's still getting used to his team and still getting used to a new he has a new head coach this year, so it, it, give it time. I believe in that. It's going to work. It's fine. Now, prediction time. Obviously, I think the Patriots are making the Super Bowl. I think they're winning it. Uh, they're going undefeated. Like, I, just seeing the defense play yesterday, I, I don't I don't think anyone... If the defense keeps playing this way, and I hope they do, I really hope they do, I don't see anyone beating them. Maybe people will come close. I'm not going to lie. You know, Patrick Mahomes, once he comes back, I think he's going to come back fully healthy. I hope he does, because uh, that is, the NFL needs that. Um, no one likes to see people get injured, and seeing Patrick Mahomes go down was, was horrible. And, you know, I want him to come back um, healthy and ready to compete. And because he's, he's just, he's, a, he's obviously a future Hall of Famer. Everyone knows that. He's balling out of his mind. Um, and he's just super talented and the things he does on the field. It's just fun to watch, and it's unfortunate that, you know, he's going to miss a few weeks, but um, we're wishing for a speedy recovery, and he'll be back by the time they play the Patriots, so that's going to be really fun. A lot of people in the media are saying that he's not going to come back 100%. Uh, me, personally, I don't ever like to say that about a player, because uh, that's just... Not that you're, just, you know, wishing negative on them, but you're just... You're kind of doubting the fact that they are gonna they could come back 100%. Uh, I mean... I don't know. I, I, I'm i just against all that, like, you know, saying, like, oh, he's not going to be the same or this and that. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be the exact same player he was before he got hurt. He's still young. He still has that, you know, fight in him, and he still wants to win. And So I think he's going to do whatever he can to get back to where he was, if not better. Uh, so I'm really excited for that. So a, lot, a long, long time ago, First like episode I did, I said the Cowboys were gonna make it to the Super Bowl and lose to the Patriots. Now I still believe that, but it just depends which Cowboys decide to show up during the playoffs or during you know the late games that they need to win, the divisional games. Because the Cowboys that played the Eagles, those are the Cowboys that I'm saying can win the Super Bowl. Like the that team right there, I was like, damn, like that was impressive. And obviously, okay, the Eagles haven't been that great this season. You know, they've had a few lucky wins, or whatever. But, and I didn't think I, I think I thought the Cowboys were going to win, but if that Cowboys team were to show up week in, week out, and go to the playoffs and be the exact same way, oh, no doubt they'd make it to the Super Bowl, and they'd make it a very interesting game versus the Patriots. They would, but the thing is, is how inconsistent they are. It is, it is honestly crazy how different they can look because the same Cowboys team that beat the Eagles that was not the same Cowboys team that played the Jets okay and I don't know if the if it was Sam Darnold's game first back or first game back and he was feeling good and you know he just went off whatever but it's 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 too scary of how different they can be because they they can be two completely different teams, and to win, and to be consist like to win in the NFL, you got to be consistent. If you want to be a really good team, you got to be consistent week in week out. And I think what the Cowboys do a lot is they do what the Steelers did for I, I they still kind of do honestly is they play down to their opponents and they play up to their opponents. They thought they saw the zero four Jets, and they were like, Eh, it's the it's the Jets, man. Come on, whatever. You know, there's no way got crushed. Whatever." next week they were like, you know what, it's a divisional game. Eagles, if we want, you know, to secure first place, we gotta beat the Eagles. This is a this is a must win game for us. And it showed that they really cared about this game and it was a must win game. Like and that's what the Steelers did for a long time and they still do honestly, is they they play down to their opponent, they play up to their opponent. Especially, you know, a perfect example is that every time they play They'd be, like, three weeks ahead of playing the Patriots, and they'd be already be talking about the Patriots, like, yeah, well, we have that circled already, and we're, we're ready for them. And they'd be talking about the Patriots, and yet they still have two more opponents in front of them. And, you know, Bill Belichick is, is amazing at this. And people will ask him about, oh, what do you think about this? And he's like, I'm just worried about the Browns. I'm just worried about Cincinnati. I'm just whatever. He's just focused on the next game. He's not thinking about anything else. Well, I'm sure he is, but... To everyone else, he makes it seem that he really just cares about the next opponent, and he takes it one week at a time, one week at a time, one game at a time. And I think, you know, even if he doesn't do that, in you know, in the practice facilities, he's like, "Hey Tom, like, you know, week sixteen when we got the Chiefs, we're, we're, we got to start planning for that." I'm not saying he's not doing that, but I'm just saying like, the way it shows on, like, it shows on the field that they're preparing week in week out for every single opponent. And they're giving them the same level of respect. Whenever people, the media, ask them about you know bad players or bad teams, they always have the greatest things to say about them, and they have the utmost respect for them. Because at the end of the day, this is the NFL, and it is hard to win games. Now a lot of people take it for granted, um, especially Patriots fans. Like like I don't take it for granted because I understand like it's hard to win games, and you know, especially like take last night for example, the Jets versus the Patriots. I was saying. I was telling people, you know what, it's going to be a close game. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Jets give us trouble. Like, I, I, it's a divisional game. We're playing in New York. It's just, I don't know. So we'll see. And, you know, people were calling me crazy. Like, what, the Patriots are going to demolish them? And I was like, well, you just got to give them that respect, especially after what the Jets did to the Cowboys. I just figured, you know. But I guess I've just, you know, watched a lot of Bill Belichick interviews and Tom Brady you know, interviews and stuff like that, and, press conferences so i've learned a couple things from them but i think i think that's what like going back to the cowboys and them playing up to their opponents and playing down to their opponents if they were to just play like just play play the best that they can play week in week out yeah you're going to have a couple games where it's just like you know what things didn't go our way or we had a couple miscues and the execution was off a little bit now, I'd rather have a team that executes everything a hundred percent, like almost perfect, and you know you still lose because you know whatever happens, you know, bunch of penalties called or you know bullshit penalties. If you watch the NFL, you know, probably what I'm talking about. Like you know, like sometimes people just teams just get robbed of wins, whatever. But if they were to execute everything the way that I know that they can, the way that they've showed us that they can they make it to the Super Bowl. And it's it's scary how inconsistent they are. And it's scary how we don't know which Cowboys we're going to get week in, week out. It kind of reminds me of the uh, Seahawks a couple years back. Because they were, they were rolling one week. And then the next week, it was like, oh, my God, sell the whole team. And then the very next week, the week after that, it's like, wow, this is amazing. Week after that, it was like, oh, my God, they're still good. Maybe they're staying consistent. Week after that, it was like, oh my God, Russell Wilson, get out of there, you know? And that's what this team is. It's very inconsistent, and it's scary because you don't know who's going to show up, like which team is going to show up. And I think that's important, especially with the way the NFC is. There's a bunch of great teams in the NFC. Uh, You got the 49ers who are undefeated, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, That's, you got to go through teams like that. The Rams are, eh, I don't really believe in the Rams. I don't really believe in Teddy Bridgewater and the Saints. I think once Drew Brees comes back it's going to it's going to be a little weird but the Saints defense is really good so we'll see about that. Uh who else is in the NFC? The Eagles, yeah, I never I didn't I never thought they were good. Obviously, the Cowboys just showed all their flaws and they really pointed everything out for the rest of the teams in the NFL. So that's, you know, you got that. Uh the Falcons, I the Falcons have never been the same since the Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl Fifty One, when they lot when they blew a twenty-eight to three lead. Uh, if I'm being honest, like they really haven't been the same since then. Uh, it kind of sucks because you got Julio Jones on there. Uh, speaking of Falcons too, they traded Mohamed Sanu to the Patriots. So the Patriots are just getting better. Even after a thirty-three zero victory over the Jets, they were like, "Now nah, we still need wide receivers, and we do." Uh, so getting Mohamed Sanu, that's going to be a great pickup, and it just adds to my whole like. Once Josh Gordon comes back, Nikhil Harry comes off IR, they just win the Super Bowl. Like, I, I don't name a team that can beat the Patriots right now. Like, you can't. Maybe the 49ers, but even then, like, I, we've beaten Kyle Shanahan before. You know, he was with the uh, Falcons in Super Bowl 51. Um, So, I think we know him, And they barely beat the Redskins. I think they beat them like 9-0. So, it's just, I don't know, man. I'm not saying that they're going to win it all because I'm a Patriots fan. I mean, like, that adds to it. But at the same time, if you know anything, like, you just you just got to realize, like, you know, Patriots and the AFC, yeah, they're going to be there. Unless you think, like, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. But even then, the young guy, and I don't – I think we have him in two weeks. I think not this week we have the Browns. And then the following week we have the Ravens at Baltimore. That'll be a good test to see where we're at. But, you know, the thing with Lamar Jackson, and this is another hot take. Well, that's not a hot take, I don't want to say necessarily. But I think Lamar Jackson, he's still very, you know, too... He's, he's I don't want to say he's a one-way player, but obviously he can run and throw. But I think if he can't run, he's not comfortable throwing, if that makes sense. I think the games I've seen him play... If he's able to run the ball and he's running the ball well that game, all oh, his throws are gonna be amazing because he he knows that, uh, you know what, if if I can't throw it, I can always run. Obviously that's not his first option anymore like he used to be. Like he looks to pass first, he stays in the pocket a little bit and then he runs out. But once he gets one of those, those big runs or you know, for 10, 15 yards and he starts feeling more comfortable and he realizes that he has the run, like the ability to run that game, oh, he's gonna be fine. But once, I think once you take the run away, from him and you don't let him run and you know every time he runs he gets like a yard or he gets you know sacked for loss of yards I think that's when his throwing kind of diminishes a little bit because he's like oh damn this is the only thing I can do and he starts to get in his own head um that's from what I've seen Uh, I've only watched him you know maybe like six or seven times um including last year too that's why I know he's he's different from last year but I'm not a quarterback analyst or I'm not a professional but that's just what I see so that's what I think about him and I think the patriots are do a very good job of taking away your best thing and kind of making you kind of making you beat them with one hand if that makes sense like they'll they'll take away the best thing you're good at and they'll take it away completely so now you got to beat them with everything else and so if they take that away I don't know I don't I don't see the ravens beating the patriots uh, So that just adds to my whole Patriots going undefeated and winning the Super Bowl. 49ers, uh, they're undefeated, but we'll see. I still I still want to stay with what I said about the Cowboys making the Super Bowl, but we'll see. I It's just because they're so inconsistent, and it, it's scary, I'm telling you. But I did say it, so I kind of have to stick with it. They got the Giants, I think, up next. Um, and then they got the Vikings and the Lions. They do play the Patriots the 24th of November. Uh, that's going to be a great game. Honestly, this Cowboys, I'm looking at the schedule here. If they played like the way they played versus the Eagles, um, which, I, I mean, I hope they do. They'll beat the Giants for sure. There's no doubt in my mind that they'll beat the Giants. They'll beat the Vikings for sure. Not Not a doubt. The Lions, I have a feeling, I don't know. But I think they'll beat them. Patriots, they'll lose. Bills, I think they'll lose because of the Bills' defense. Same thing with the Bears. The Bears' defense is, they're not as good, I don't think, as last year. But they're still really good. They're missing a couple pieces due to injury. The Rams, I'm not buying into the Rams' hype. I don't think the Rams are the same since the Super Bowl. They're kind of hung over a little bit from the Super Bowl. And then they got the Eagles again then the Redskins so as long as they win their divisional games and, you know, maybe only lose, like, one non-divisional game, they'll be fine. I hope that what I said, you know, early September about them making it, I hope it sticks, because that's, like, I called it, you know. But I'll have, like, a like a backup. If they don't, I don't want to say the 49ers either, because that, that's just kind of like, oh, yeah, they're undefeated, obviously. Yeah, obviously. One I think, and I haven't given him credit. If I'm being honest, is Aaron Rodgers, and I I think I I hate to say it because it's just it's just not like me. I've always criticized Aaron Rodgers, and I've never said that I'm not. I haven't said that he's not good. I just said yeah, he's not as good as everyone seems to make him. You know, it's just they got a lucky. You know, and the reason I say that is because. Okay, the first game of this this season, uh, it was like you know on that Thursday night, that weird one where they played the Bears and they beat them like ten to three, and he looked he didn't look good, but then again it was versus a really good Bears defense. But and then the following week they played the Vikings, they barely beat them then, and they got the they played the Broncos, yeah, a little, beat them a little better I guess, and then they had the Eagles, they actually lost to the Eagles, and then they beat the the Cowboys. And I think it was the Cowboys game where even then I was like, he didn't throw any, you know, touchdowns. So I don't think, like, yeah, he threw 22 of 34 and 238 yards. But, I mean, Aaron Jones had all the touchdowns. Um, so even then, like, I couldn't give him credit for, you know, doing what people were making him. I couldn't give him credit for what people were saying he was doing and how great he was. Because it was just like, well, I mean, you know, it's no big deal. And then what he did to the Raiders, you know, he had five touchdowns, 429 yards, 25 of 31, perfect passer rating. Now that, I was like, oh, okay, you know. And look, the only loss the Packers have is to the Eagles, which I think, I don't think should have happened. Uh, The Eagles aren't the same team since then. And the way, if I remember correctly, the way that game ended was... Rodgers got picked off in the end zone, and there was like 20 seconds left. Yeah, I think that's how it ended. Um, So that was a close game up until the very end. So obviously, you know, the Packers were there. He got picked off in the end zone. The Packers are 6-1. and one. If If the Cowboys do not get their shit together and they lose... And they just don't make it to the playoffs. They might make it to the playoffs, but they don't make it to the Super Bowl. I hate to say it, but I think it's going to be a Packers versus Patriots Super Bowl. I think it's going to be what everyone's wanted for so long. Because it's always been like, oh, who would you rather have? Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? And who's the GOAT? And blah, blah, blah. And if we're talking GOAT, I mean, obviously it's Tom Brady. Six rings. Can't compare. Even Aaron Rodgers has said, you know, I only have one. Something like that or two. One, I think, yeah. But that would be a game where I think we all want to see it. And I think for those of you who, you know, enjoy the league and enjoy the NFL, I think that'd be an all-time classic game. Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. And, And I hate when they say, like, it's quarterback versus quarterback. I mean, it's team versus team, but... We've always talked about Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and seeing them on the biggest stage, I think that would be, be amazing. Same thing with like the Saints even, uh, Drew Brees versus Tom Brady. But Drew Brees, he's past his prime. I don't think he's uh, – well, Tom Brady I think is past his prime too. He's still playing, you know, lights out football and he's still competing at the highest of levels. But, you know, obviously he's not the same. You know, he's 41, 42. So get, cut him some slack. He's still, you know, slinging it, though. Uh, Drew Brees, of course, is injured. I hope he comes back the same. Uh, I only give him, like, a year, two years left. Uh, he's, like, 38, I think, something like that, 39. But if if we were to see Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady or Drew Brees versus Tom Brady, those would be great Super Bowls, especially if the Cowboys don't, don't you know, get it right. Or even Jimmy Garoppolo with the 49ers versus Tom Brady. You know, kind of this whole—he would—they were in the same quarterback room for a while with the Patriots, and then there was that whole drama of apparently Tom Brady told, uh, you know, Robert Kraft that he wasn't going anywhere, and Robert Kraft sided with Tom Brady, so they traded Jimmy Garoppolo away, and you know, apparently Bill Belichick and Tom Brady were fighting. All this drama that happened a while back. Meanwhile, the Patriots were off winning, you know, Super Bowls, but whatever, no big deal. So that all those would be great. I still want to stick with, you know, Cowboys and Patriots. So, we'll see. I don't know. Uh, we got World Series tonight, too. Got the Astros versus the Nationals. I'm not going to act like I know what I'm talking about if I talk baseball. I just know that the Astros are really good. And they've been really good. They, they've they been in the World Series. It's like, I don't know, like, what, the 30 or no? Uh, the game, as I'm recording this, the game actually already started. The bottom of the first. But... If you're like me, okay, for those of you who are like, you know what, I want to get into baseball, but, like, I just find it boring, I, I get you. Because it is boring. And for those of you who, like, are diehard baseball fans, I'm sorry. It is. All right? It is. Like, that's just, it's just so slow. Now, going to a game, like, physically going to a game, now that's fun. Just the atmosphere and, you know, the hot dogs and the beer and all that stuff or water if you're under 21 or soda, whatever. Um, all, that's what makes it fun. Now the World Series. That is the only time I truly, truly watch baseball. But I don't watch the whole game. Yeah, I only watch like the last, the last inning, the eighth and ninth inning sometimes. Unless it, if it's like the game's over within like the fifth inning, then am I don't watch it. But if it's like a close game alert and it's like you know four two and you know there's two runners on bat uh two runners on base and whatever, like, if it's, like, dramatic like that, then I'll watch it, and I'll watch it, you know, completely, and I like watching it, especially when it's like that, when there's so much tension, and it's like, uh, anything can happen, and then the craziest thing happens, and you're like, oh, my God, that's sports, that's sports for you, that feeling you get, that's why I love watching sports, but that's the only time I watch baseball, so if you want to watch baseball, that's the time to do it. I've had baseball people, like, that play baseball tell me that, yeah, I only watch it, like, the world series and i only watch it once once it's like super close. uh it's the same people with soccer. people you know only watch the world cup which is every 4 years which is, i mean that's fine but if you're like me you watch champions league. Champions league was also today. We had a couple great games. I caught like one, it was PSG versus Club Brugge. They beat them 5-0. 5-0. Uh it was a great game. Mbappe had the hat trick. Yeah, kid kid's insane. Uh he's younger than me, so I can say kid. Uh Juventus won two one versus locomotive. Not the El Paso locomotive, but <laughs> the locomotive from Moscow. They beat them two one. Dybala had uh the two goals. So he had the brace. So great games. Real Madrid obviously won one zero, even though they haven't really been looking too hot. Tony Cruz with the goal, so that really helped him. Um it was a must it was a needed win I think because Real Madrid has been under so much pressure and so much scrutiny over the past like 2 years ever since Ronaldo left and I I think them winning this game even though they're second in the league standings now in the Champions League standings uh PSG is first with 9 points Real Madrid with 4 as long as they get through the round of 16 they're fine and I think they they do really well once it's elimination games They've never really dominated the group stage. I mean, as long as they get through, that's fine. That's all that matters. And I think they will get through. Uh, so we'll see from that. We got tomorrow. We got Chelsea versus Ajax. That's going to be a great game. Uh, I couldn't tell you who's going to win. I haven't really, if I'm going to be honest, I haven't really been keeping up with Champions League or soccer in general. Uh, it's just football so crazy right now. Now basketball's back. Baseball was here. It, it's been crazy. If you love sports, it. Now is the time because we have all the sports. We got college football. We got the NFL. We got um, baseball, soccer. We have everything. So it's it's a really good time to be a sports fan. Uh, Sometimes you feel a little overwhelmed with everything you you might want to watch. If you're like me, you want to watch a lot of stuff. Um, So tomorrow, make time for it. It's an early game. 11.55 Central. Ajax versus Chelsea. We also got Barcelona versus Prague. Barcelona's going to win that one easy. Uh, we got Borussia Dortmund versus Inter Milan. I take Dortmund. We got Benfica versus Lyon. I th- I think that's one of those. I think it's going to end in the tie, if I'm being honest. They're two, I think they match up, teams that match up very well. And I the only reason I know they match up very well is because whenever I watch them play against, you know, uh, Real Madrid or Barcelona, like, I I I see what they're about, and these teams are very similar to me, so I think that'll be a great game. Um, yeah, what other, what other sports are out there? I don't think I have any. Let me think of my hot takes here. I think I think Russell Wilson wins the MVP. Uh he deserves it. He has no help over there in Seattle, and he's he's you know he's balling out there. Uh, that's another team too, Another another team too that I would like to see. In the Super Bowl versus the Patriots, uh, just kind of like a rematch of Super Bowl Forty Nine, and then you know where they threw it at the one yard line, they were intercepted. Yeah, that that's always that's always fun. Uh, the Seahawks did lose to the Ravens this week though, but they're five and two. No big deal. Uh, Russell Wilson wasn't too good that game, but I still think he he wins the MVP this season uh, unless Patrick Mahomes comes back and is just you know balling again. We'll see though. Like I said, I hope he comes back healthy. Um, another hot take. Oh, not hot take. Just a take, just for me, so I can remember what I said. I think, I think the pa- the Panthers stay with Kyle Allen, and I think Cam Newton is like done. Honestly, and Kyle Allen is you know playing really well. He's undefeated. He hasn't thrown in a pick yet. I think, and Cam Newton is just not good. Like. Uh, There's no easy way to say it. There's no better way of saying it. He's just not good. And I've. It's just. It's crazy. He's just so athletic that he. I don't think he ever worked on the fundamentals and he ever really thought about watching film or getting better. Because he was just like, well, I'm athletic. I can kind of like. Just, you know, make it up as I go. And if you've. If you know anything about the NFL, you know planning not planning for people or not planning for the team or not planning for games it's not going to end well it might work your first season maybe your first two seasons if you're lucky especially if you have a really good team around you and which cam newton did uh, when they went to the super bowl you know they lost whatever but you you can't win games just off of you know winging it uh, unless you're aaron Rodgers. but even then even then it hasn't really worked out for him you know so that just goes to show you got to plan Plan a lot. Plan for everything. Plan for as much as you can, and yeah, the Panthers stick with Kyle Allen. Uh, I think. Let's see. Here, here's one. I think Antonio Brown comes back and plays for an NFL team. I think he plays before the season ends. I don't know which team, but I think he does. I, I that I think that is a hot take. I think that is a ridiculously ridiculously hot take. I don't even did I say that word right? I It sounded right. Whatever. I think that is one of the hottest takes you'll ever hear. Because of how much drama comes with Antonio Brown, I I, I don't know. We'll see. But I, I think something tells me that Antonio Brown will play in the NFL again. Something tells me. I don't know. I don't know. It's just a gut feeling. Maybe it's just me wanting to have a hot take. I don't know. But I really do believe he plays with the team. He does. I don't know which team. I couldn't tell you. I don't know how how long he stays. But I know he plays with a team. Now, another hot take. I think, here's what I think. Okay, I I said I would never wish for a player not to come back 100%. And I hope Drew Brees comes back 100%. But this team, with Teddy Bridgewater, they're kind of like it. I feel like... they look different. I'm not saying they looked bad with Drew Brees or anything, but Teddy Bridgewater is doing he's doing well versus a Bears defense this past week. Twenty-three for thirty-eight, two hundred and eighty one yards, two touchdowns. Pretty nice. Then you got Latavius Murray with two touchdowns. Michael Thomas, nine receptions, one hundred and thirty-one yards. Versus a you know, a pretty tough Bears defense. So if you're Sean Payton, the head coach of the New Orleans Saints, do you stay with Teddy Ridgewater or do you put Drew Brees back in? And I think that's one where it's like, if you were to stay with Teddy Bridgewater and just kind of let this thing keep rolling, see where it goes, I think you just found your future quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, obviously, you know, it'd be unfortunate for Drew Brees to go out that way, but sometimes it's just things kind of happen on their own. It's kind of what the Patriots, you know, Drew Bledsoe got injured, came out. Tom Brady came in, and the rest is history. That same season, they went on to win the Super Bowl. The very next year, they won the Super Bowl again. The year after that, they didn't. Then the year after that, they did. Uh, So it's kind of those. It's like, when Drew Brees comes back, he's going to come back. Who do you start? Do you start Teddy Bridgewater, or do you start Drew Brees? Uh, Me, personally, I think I would start Teddy Bridgewater just because this team has been doing very well with him. Um, They've been, I think it's like their fourth or fifth game. So... I I would stay. I think they're five and zero without Drew Brees, and they're playing pretty well. Uh I would stay with Teddy Bridgewater if I'm being honest. And if you know things go south and you know you lose a couple games and they're really bad and he throws like six interceptions each game, then you put Drew Brees back in easy. And I, Drew Brees is a veteran. He'll he'll know what he's doing. It's his offense. And it'll be fine. But I think you take the risk with Teddy Bridgewater here, and you might have just found your next quarterback, you know, for the next 5 or 6 years. And that's pretty hard to do, especially, you know, we're now now we're seeing with all these younger guys that you know, these top draft picks aren't really looking that nice, but we'll see. So I I would stay with Teddy Bridgewater. I think that's an even hot that's not a hot take. As hot of a take as Antonio Brown staying with or going back to a team or playing in the NFL. That's one of those like I've been thinking about that one. Okay, first I thought about it. I was in the shower, all right? All right, it's kind of weird. Too much, too much information. But, like, I was in the shower, right? And I was, like, I had just finished talking to, I think, to to Edward and uh, Raul and Rome and all these guys. And I was saying, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, he's not legit. Like, they're playing, like, bad teams. There's no way. And I I said, I specifically said, once they play the Bears defense and he does well, then I'll give him some credit. Cause he played like the Texans and he they lost to the Rams, but that that was Drew Brees. Um, the Seahawks game that's where uh Drew Brees got injured, and um what's it called? What's his name? Teddy Bridgewater didn't really do well that game. Like his defense kind of stepped up for him. Uh, same thing with the Cowboys. Uh, the Buccaneers he looked better. They beat the Jaguars thirteen to six, like barely, like and he only had one touchdown, two hundred over two hundred yards. So I wasn't giving him credit until he played the Bears like a good defense which he did with the Bears and he looked really great. Um he looked really he like he looked really good so that's when I started thinking like oh who would I take? So they're 6 and 1, 5 and 0 with Teddy Bridgewater. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh It's going to be interesting. I kind of like how I went from soccer and like baseball back to football it's just football football is in right now you know it's just that's what i care most about right now it's football cuz it's only here for 16 weeks and then it goes and then it for here for a couple more weeks in january and february and then it's gone forever gone till august again you know every other sport soccer is year round baseball it's not really year round but i mean it starts in okay if i'm being honest like i don't really know when exactly baseball starts so yeah, there's there's that for you. Um, <laughs> uh, that's funny. I should probably cut that out, but now nah, we'll, we'll keep it in. I think that that, that wraps it up. I don't ha- I don't think I have any more hot takes necessarily or takes that are out of this world. Like I said, this is the only episode that I'll do about sports this season, unless something crazy happens. Uh but I I don't see anything crazy happening, or oh, unless Antonio Brown does come back. Like I said, he would. Then that's when I'm going to be like, I told you guys and I'm going to have it here. Like I said it and I'm going to become famous because, you know, Colin Cowherd is going to call me on. He's going to be like, what made you think about that? And it's just I'm ready for it. Uh, We'll see what happens. But like I said, this is the only sports episode. So for those of you who only listen because I don't do sports and I do a bunch of other random stuff, have a lot of great stuff planned coming up. Uh, Probably come out with an episode uh, t- tomorrow or Thursday, and then for sure one on Friday. uh, With a lot of people in it, that's going to be a good one. I have a lot of stuff planned, or, and I've been... The reason I took like a couple, five, five, six days off is just... Not that I didn't have anything to talk about, but it's just... I kind of wanted to, you know, make sure it's good, and make sure it's quality, and make sure it's... I'm not just putting out an episode just to put out an episode every single day. Because um, that's just it's not genuine to me like that. Like I said, I'm not, I don't have a script or anything. It's just kind of me just talking. And it just, it's just more, more genuine that way me personally. That's how I like to listen to podcasts. Uh, Just when it feels like I'm having a conversation with the person, I don't want them to, I don't want it to feel like they're just talking to me. I want it to feel like, you know, I say something and you're like, wait, that's kind of dumb or whatever. And you know, we can have this little back and forth. So that's how I feel it should be. Uh. Yeah, I mean, if you've listened all the way to here, then you obviously like sports. So, I mean, if you have any hot takes or anything you want to talk to me or, you know, say about sports, let it let me know, because I'm, I'm always interested in hearing people's, you know, takes and stuff. Um, it It's especially crazy because sports is one of those things where it's like there's so many different opinions on everything and. I always love hearing, you know, people's views on it and people's takes on, like, what this means or, you know, what what this move means or how this team's going to do. Especially with people, like, when they can explain it very well and they have, like, different things that really back up their source, I'm like, oh, wow. Like, okay, yeah, I never looked at it that way. And I think with sports, one of those things is that you just got to be real open with it. And even though you're a fan of your team, you just got to, I don't know, just be smarter with it, I guess. I don't know. But... Like I said, if you have any hot takes, any takes at all that you think I should know or include Oh sorry, I have to burp, sorry. Um any takes that I should include and stuff, let me know, send them my way. They can be anything really. Uh like if your predictions too. I think the AFC championship I think I said it's gonna be the Colts and the Patriots. Jacoby Brissett is playing really well. He's kinda he kinda looks like Tom Brady ish question mark He's got the, you know, the the cut-off sleeves and he's got the knee brace and the even when he comes out, he runs all the way down the field and he, you know, pumps his arm and screams let's go just like Tom Brady used to. I don't know. That'd be a great game, Colts versus Patriots even, you know, the Chiefs versus Patriots. All great games. Um so we'll see NFC Championship. It's, it's I was saying the Cowboys and the Packers. I think that'd be pretty pretty interesting and I think it'd be a good redemption for Cowboys especially you know with the whole you know Des caught it thing so there's some history there with the Cowboys and the Packers so I think that'd be a good NFC championship game but I don't know like I said the Cowboys are very inconsistent so we'll see uh, those are just some last minute I guess predictions or takes just the ones that I remembered just now so yeah send any you got in uh send send whatever Like I said, a lot of great stuff coming. Uh, I really appreciate all the support you guys have shown to this podcast. It's insane, honestly. Was not expecting it to be this way. Uh, It just motivates me to, you know, put more out and just make sure what I'm putting out is real good. And, like, you know, enjoyable. Because if I can't listen to it, I know you guys won't want to listen to it. So I try to make it, you know, as chill as possible. So I hope I'm doing that. Uh, So, yeah, like I said, this is the only episode we'll have on sports this season. So don't worry. It's going to be fine. Uh, Yeah, thanks, guys.